Well, good afternoon and welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It's Thursday, January 10th, 2019. This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's uh, been under the tut- been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. Now, I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health. And when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body has, uh, knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now, you can... Uh, <clears throat> Visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And I've been updating that site uh, uh, pretty much continuously for the last couple of weeks. And I had to update it again um, this afternoon. Uh, Now I'll tell you why in a minute. But it's got all kinds of great information there. I encourage you to check it out. Um, While you're there on the homepage, if you scroll down about halfway, you'll see a link to CTFO, Changing the Future Outcome. And that's the new CBD oil company I'm working with. They've got great products, over 70 different CBD products, and um, they're wonderful. Everything I've tried has been really good. And they have a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can actually send them back an empty bottle and still get your money back if you want. Uh, but I doubt you'll need to do that. <laughs> the stuff works that well. And uh, I encourage you to check that out. There's some videos there about CBD and uh, hemp in general and uh, what it can do for you, what it doesn't do, and all that kind of stuff. And then at the bottom of the page, you'll see a Facebook button. If you click that, it'll take you right to the Facebook page that's set up for the radio shows. And I encourage you to check it out. Been posting things up there uh, all week long. And um, we won't be able to get to everything today on the show, I'm sure. So go there, check it out, and hit the like button so other people can find out about the page. And maybe they, too, can learn to restore their health naturally using science-based, clinically verified medical nutrition. And if you hit the follow button, anything, I, anytime I post something there, you'll get notice of it, which is pretty cool. And also, <clears throat> if you're interested in the longevity products that we talk about on the show and are mentioned on the site, you can call someone, and if you'd like, at 855-80-YOUNG, that's our toll-free information and order num- number, 855-809-6864. Again, 855-809-6864. And Jeff, Sally, and Robert are standing by ready to take your calls. They're very knowledgeable in the home-based business opportunity and the product line and would be more than happy to help you out. Just give them a call, 855-809-6864. And keep in mind, that's for the longevity products only. If you're interested in any of the CBD oil products or the pulsed electromagnetic therapy unit that we talk about here and occasionally and on the um, Trinity of Health button, uh, then you'll need to contact me directly. And you can do that through the Contact Me button. It gives you the option to either use the phone or to use email. Just keep in mind, if you send um, an email uh, to me, I don't check emails during the show and um, I will uh, respond afterwards. So you, you just wait and uh, within a couple hours, I'll get a response back to you. Also, um, the uh, radio show tab has our new chat. Uh, excuse me. Let me get ahead of myself here. Our new um, archive page at the top of the page there. You just click the link and it'll take you right there. You bookmark it and you'll be there anytime you need to be. Um, everything from October 22nd uh, to the present is up there. <clears throat> And I encourage you to check that out, share it uh, with uh, social media via email or Facebook or whatever, and uh, share it with your friends and family. Let them know uh, that there is an option out there to allopathic, reductionistic, pharmaceutical-centrist medicine, which is not medicine. It's just toxic. (laughs) So check that out. And also, if you scroll to the bottom of the radio show page, well, Robert didn't want to wait until I got done, so I guess I'll talk to him now. Hey, Robert, jump the gun today. Yeah, <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You, but real quick, your show, both on my phone and on the computer, is 
hopping and skipping and kind of staticky. Really? I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on, but if you can somehow listen to the feed, I don't know if you can do that while you're on the air, but it's... it's yeah, I'm trying to just, do that. It, it's sounding disjointed is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it, so. it seems to be... Uh... Seems to be working fine on the feed. The feed's good. Yeah, as huh. far as I can tell. Um, you might try, uh, I'm just double-checking here. Let me talk straight. Now. It's kind of weird because there's a delay. But Exactly. Uh, yeah, there might be a little bit of a, uh, let me let me restart the uh, my butt <laughs> in just a that. second. I'm going to go off Broadcast and I'll be right back on. this tool. <laughs> Hopefully. Let's see if things are back on now. Um, it's showing stream time and everything, and uh, we'll see. But um, hopefully it's better now. I'm not sure. It's it's kind of weird because I'm listening on a delay. Yeah, it, it okay. sounds, uh, from I what I can tell, it sounds better. okay. I don't know if it's sounding any better for you at this point. Yes, yes, but I think that's better. Ho- hopefully that fixed it. <laughs> you know, okay. every once in a while my butt gets out of whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn it. I hate when that happens. Yeah, and for anybody okay. that's listening, uh, the butt is, uh, it's an it's the name of the software we use to connect to our server, and it stands broadcast for broadcast using, using this tool. This tool. <laughs> but uh, euphemism. Yeah, I'll tell you what, when my butt gets out of whack, it just it gets out of whack. You know, you got to fix it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. Well, that's since it. I got okay. you, anything else going on, man? Um. Nothing I can think of, but if I do, I'll call back. <laughs> well, I appreciate the heads up. <laughs> Thanks no a lot. Thanks, bud. All right. Take care. Bye. All righty. <clears throat> yeah, usually if Robert jumps the gun like that, it's something good. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my. But anyway, um, yeah, I was talking about the uh, uh, archive page, and then scrolling to the bottom of the radio show tab, you'll see the face or the chat room. And um, we got some people in there today. Uh, looks like, uh, just, yep, January 10th, uh, we got, uh, I'm assuming Shane is here and I don't know because they're in and oh, there's Rebecca. She's in there and, um, not sure who else looks like, uh, looks like Shane and Rebecca. Cool. Glad you guys are here. And we got somebody else, uh, who's anonymous. Um, that's the thing. If you, if you sign up and or you enter anonymously, I don't know who's talking unless you say who it is. Uh, you can actually set up a little account with it and put your name in there, so that way I know who's there. Uh, it's up to you. I don't. Either way is fine. Uh, Schumer looked like a reptile, and Pelosi looked like a Stepford wife. <laughs> I must be talking about the uh, Democratic response to uh, Trump's uh, thing on Tuesday night. Yeah, I know what you mean there. Let me finish this up, and we'll chat about that a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got the chat room, as people have discovered, and I um, encourage you to use that. If you uh, either cannot or are not in a position where you'd like to call into a re- uh, live radio show, if you use the chat room there, uh, you can get questions uh, posed. And I try and keep an eye out and see what's going on at all times. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but... Um, that way, you can. Uh, it gives you another option to use to interact with me and the radio show. So uh, take advantage of it, and it's very easy to use. I mean, you can just type right into it, and off you go. Um, the uh, keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on the show are those of the host and/or guests, and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Hopefully, if they're listening, they're paying attention and maybe learning something so that they can at least uh, have better health so they can harass us uh, people out here more (laughs) maybe not anyway also nothing i say on the show should be construed as an attempt to cure diagnose or treat a critical health issue you know as a responsible adult you need to do your own due diligence make sure that what you're doing what you're trying is right for you Don't take my word for it. Don't take other people's word for it. And by all means, if it's a chronic health issue you're dealing with, do not take the word of an MD because given half a chance, they will kill you. And uh, as you found out yesterday, if you were listening to the story of Carmella, and by the way, if you didn't hear that yesterday, go to the archive page there on castbox.fm, which you can find at the link at the top of the radio show tab on my website, uh, yourdiyhealth.com. Uh, click that and listen to yesterday's replay. I think it'll, it'll be well worth your while because it is a definite uh, picture of what can happen to you if you start out 
with a small chronic health issue, nothing major. And in this case, Carmela's situation was a little bit of uh, hypertension, just a smidge over the you know high end of the scale, and a little bit of knee pain, something that could have fixed, been fixed very simply and reversed with science-based clinically verified medical nutrition, but instead she didn't know any better. She went to an MD who doesn't know anything about that stuff either. He gave her drugs and surgery, and in no time at all, she was dead. So... It could have been me the same way. I had the same kind of stuff going on, and a long story. But anyway, listen to yesterday's replay, and you'll you'll get up to speed real quick. Um, if you want to call into the show today, the number is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. Phone lines are open, and anytime you hear me talking, feel free to call in. And um, otherwise, you know, we'll see what happens from there. But, yeah, the uh, chat room was talking about... Um, the uh, democratic response. And that's something that really gets me. You know, I can remember when I was, you know, years ago until the last probably five or 10 years, maybe I'm saying maybe five years, you know, the president would come on, he'd give a statement and that would be it. Now, whoever's in opposition, you know, if it's Republican president, you got a democratic response. If you got a democratic president, you got a Republican response. Somebody has to be able to respond, get their own two cents worth in and say what they think and why the president's all wet. Now, when it was Obama being president and the Republicans, that was worthwhile because he was all wet. <laughs> but in this case, you know, you had Chuck and Nancy show look like something out of uh, Saturday Night Live. I mean, I don't know who did their makeup, lighting and camera angles, but they look like Beavis and Butthead to me. <laughs> and they sounded like them, too. Absolute morons. And, uh, yeah, one of the uh, somebody in the chat room, I can't remember, uh, said, uh, uh, Schumer looked like a reptile, yeah, <laughs> and Pelosi looked like his Stepford wife. <laughs> I saw one of the comments last night on uh, on Fox that said, blink, Nancy, blink, please. <laughs> oh, man, she looked goofy, like somebody glued her eyelids open or something. Um, or like those uh, new things you show with the animal pictures with their eyes or great big monstrous things. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, whenever I see a drug commercial on TV, I understand why Elvis used to shoot his TVs. <laughs> Yeah, if you got that kind of money, you can afford to. Oh, man. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Who's listening to me? Made a comment in the wrong chat room. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, what fun. But anyway, yeah. the uh, I have two shows. The other one's on Truth Frequency Radio, TFR, which is on Thursday mornings from 10 to 12 Eastern Time. And that program has its own chat room. <laughs> I think somebody got into this chat room and made a comment about last week or about the show that I did an hour and a half ago. <laughs> no, that's okay. You know, we'll figure it out. But anyway, a um, lot of stuff going on, and I apologize for the folks that heard the TFR show because there might be some replays or repeats uh, on this one today. Uh, Thursdays, I you know, because I do have different listenerships, uh, I tend to... Uh, use some of the same material in each program. But one of the things that I mentioned on this morning's show that is changed now, um, I mentioned updating my website. And as it turns out that during this morning's show, during one of the breaks, I happened to start checking out my email. And I saw an email from uh, somebody in the compliance department at Longevity. And uh, it was about the video that I was talking about I've talked about on this network in previous days and this morning on the TFR show about Dr. Wallach called The Audacity of Health. And I had that video posted on my website and my YouTube page, uh, quite honestly, because I am very proud of Dr. Wallach and his research and all he has done for health and my association with the man. Uh, I've known Dr. Wallach personally for a number of years and spent time with him. I've traveled with him. Uh, been on cruises with him and all kinds of stuff and I just love the man dearly and I believe 100% in what he's doing and his message and when they put out a video as good as this one that um, was just such a, a great production showing Dr. Wallach's um, uh, accomplishments and achievements throughout the years and Longevity had posted links for us to go see I naturally assumed that they wanted that um, video to be seen far and wide and shared so hence i put it on my website so people could see it and apparently the company that produced this thing 
um, is more, I don't know what the deal is, but for one reason or another, there it's copyrighted, and therefore um, I was asked or directed to remove it from my website and my Facebook page uh, for, you know, under the threat of being fined and whatnot. So I complied with that between shows, and uh, now if you, if, you, if you heard my other show saying go to the website and watch the video, if you go there now, it ain't there. And that's why um, I've been, it's been requested, and I'm sure, uh, assuming that they're going around talking to every single person or sending emails to everybody that uh, they find that has that video posted um, and telling them to take it down, uh, why they would pr- produce something like that and then not want us to share it, I don't know. But that's the case, and it's not there because I've been threatened with fines and whatnot, you know, copyright violations if I continue to have it up there. So it has been removed. Hopefully, in the future, we will have a link or something somewhere where we can uh, post it and get it up there for people to see because it is definitely very, very good and very well worth watching. Uh, And I apologize if anybody wanted to see it couldn't. Um, At least for now, I don't know what to tell you because I don't even know at this point where the links are and if they're still there uh, that Longevity put out for the distributor for us to see. I'm not sure if they did away with that or what the case is, but um, at this point, you know, I'm assuming the uh, production company wants to sell DVDs or something. Um, I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, it makes no sense to me to put something like that out and it's going to be poo-pooed by the mainstream media and the American Murder Association. So grassroots is the only way to get it seen far and wide. So they put the thing together and then they don't let you show it. <laughs> oh, well. Hopefully some people got a chance to see it while it was up there because uh, it was good. And uh, I apologize, but that's just the way things are. And, uh, you know, if it changes and if uh, somehow or another it's made available for us in the future, then I will definitely get it back up there. But for now, no more audacity of help or health on my sites. So uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, (laughs) Just updating my notes here. Monday. What is Monday? Monday is. That'll be the 14th. Oh, goodness. Um. That will be the next live show, you know, for this network. Uh, as normal, Friday is uh, a replay because I've got tons of things going on, and tomorrow is <laughs> an exact. Ex- uh, uh, anyway, tomorrow I've got a lot of stuff going on. There's no way I'll have time to do. I have a conference call, a prime, a major conference call every Friday at one o'clock that I need to be on, which kind of precludes me from doing a show. But anyway, I've got a bunch of other things going on tomorrow, too. So uh, tomorrow will be a replay, and then we'll be back live on Monday. Uh, as usual, Monday's show will be um, uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, uh, BitClub Network type stuff. <clears throat> and John and uh, hopefully Kathy will be back with us. Um, but you never know. We'll see who's, who's there. But for today, I got a new um, article here out of InfoWars says the next big gun grab will be in the name of mental health so we're mixing health and rights (laughs) again democrat politicians slowly encroaching on second amendment democrats long pledged push to tighten the country's gun laws will take center stage when lawmakers introduce legislation tuesday aimed at expanding background checks on gun sales ain't that just grand and um they've got a little video here and that one, there's a network of failed to load. And this one, I'm going to turn down the volume on it and play through the six-second thing and see how long this deal is. And then we'll see whether we're going to watch it or listen to it or not. Do, 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 do. Seven minutes and 56 seconds. Next big gun. Let's go ahead and listen to this. It might be interesting. And if it needs to, I'll shut it down early. Here we go. <laughs> You're listening to The David Knight Show. And yet, now Marco Rubio and Bill Nelson are putting forward legislation, get this, so that family members or law enforcement officers can petition for an individual's gun to be taken away if that person poses a threat to themselves or others. That's right. 
can't remember who I was listening to, said, your cool wine-drinking aunt can now get your guns taken away from you by calling in to the government and saying, he's dangerous, I just don't trust him, and then get your guns taken away. They're calling it gun violence restraining orders. They're already in place in five states, California, Connecticut, Indiana, Oregon, and Washington. And the reason that this is being pushed in Florida is they say, well, there were warning signs before Nicholas Cruz massacred 17 people at his high school in Parkland, Florida. Yes, but those warning signs were not just warning signs, were they, Marco Rubio? No, they were criminal acts that went unpunished and unreported because by not reporting crime, not reporting and not punishing criminals, the school system there and the law enforcement there was incentivized to not report those, to not solve these problems, because then they'd get money taken away. Now, if you want your budget, you have to have very low crime. If you have very high crime, well, you have to ignore it then. That is what allowed Nicholas Cruz to get to a point that he uh, felt it right to open up fire at his high school. So if you just enforce the law and get rid of these democratic policies that stop people from enforcing the law, we saw it again with Lena Hidalgo yesterday in Houston, the judge there in Houston, that basically says, yeah, it's a problem that minority students are punished more often than white students in the education program. So what the Democrats are suggesting will lead to greater violence, will lead potentially to school shootings, because they are essentially saying we have to stop punishing uh, uh, lawbreakers or stop punishing rule breakers because it's the punishment that's the bad part. It's the punishment we have to stop. As usual, Ted Nugent is completely correct on this, slamming Marco Rubio's proposed firearm bill and saying the devil is in charge. I mean, totally. And, and it's actually, this goes hand in hand with the story that I covered from Brooklyn, New York, when I was up there of that particular Congress, uh, or I'm sorry, state senator putting forward a bill to block people from getting firearms based on what they say on social media. That proposed bill would have a waiting period before you could buy a gun that law enforcement would go into your social media and see if you used any naughty words. And so using your freedom of speech to undo your freedom to arm yourself. They, they really are good, good at getting uh, those two birds with one stone, knocking out uh, two God-given rights for the price of one. And it's basically the same thing that Marco Rubio is, is putting forward, too. It's basically saying, well, if you say things that people don't like or that people can perceive as being you know, a, a conduit to violence, well, they're going to stop you from getting a gun. They say it's, it's a good step in the right direction. Gun violence restraining orders. Yeah, right. And, I mean, we know how they do it. We know that the leftists and the liberals and the people like Marco Rubio, who are the snakes in the grass, who are the wolves in sheep's clothing, they pretend to be Republicans. They pretend, pretend to love freedom. In reality, they are globalist stooges. When I say globalist, I mean the idea that, you know, it's an all-encompassing phrase. It means you're anti-liberty. means you're anti-nationhood. It's, it's an all-encompassing phrase that has even less to do with the idea of international agreements or any such thing as it does with the uh, simple fact that we need a single term to cover all these people because it's not just liberals and it's not just conservatives, and yet they all share an ideology that is you are not responsible enough to take care of yourself. You must be babysat and taken care of by the government. And we know that these types of people infest not just the government, not just media, and not just academia, but overwhelmingly infest the mental health uh, uh, industry. And so it is, it is coming down the pipe, folks. It's coming down very quickly that you will be considered insane for not agreeing with climate change. You will be deemed, uh, you know, uh, you either have to be uh, medicated, maybe you have to be put in an insane asylum, maybe... You at least, at the very least, have to have your rights taken away. We can't let you spread your insanity, right? We can't let you talk about stuff that 
we don't agree with because that's insane. It's insane that you believe that, so you're not allowed to talk about it. Or it's insane that you want to protect yourself with a gun. I mean, how far are we from the idea that the idea that I want to own a gun and want to protect myself with a gun will itself be considered insane? So what do you have? You have a statute to say, okay, if you're insane, you aren't have, allowed to have a gun. And I know a lot of people out there believe that if you want a gun, you're insane. Therefore, wanting a gun is grounds for you not owning a gun. I mean, this is the way that this will be applied. I can guarantee you if this is allowed to continue forward, yes, your family members or random law enforcement will be able to say, you know, I didn't like the way he was talking. He's not allowed to have a gun anymore. That is what they're trying to cook up, folks. That's what they're trying to get to. That's why Donald Trump calls them crazed lunatics that are worse than ever before. He couldn't be more right. Stay with us, folks. On the other side, we'll learn, we'll learn the most ridiculous court ruling of the year. I know it's early. I know it's early in the year. Okay. Um, Got to make some adjustments here. For some reason, the volume or the audio on that was very low, <clears throat> and I had to bring it way up. Now I got to make sure that I'm not overdriving. <laughs> What's fun? Miracles of modern technology and uh, dealing with... Uh, the whole thing myself but i think we got it working so <clears throat> yeah that's a an interesting situation where they've got these red flag laws now that totally bypass due process and you know family members police whoever you know if somebody gets their nose out of joint you have a piss and match with a neighbor they could call the police and say that guy's really crazy he's off his nut and you got to make sure that he doesn't have any guns and they can go to a judge and most judges now regardless will just rubber stamp it and uh, before you have a chance to have your day in court or anything they come in you know and you know they automatically assume you're crazy which you know there have already been cases where people um, had their doors kicked in at five o'clock in the morning and you know were you know obviously woken from a sleep and um, you know were opposed to what was being done, and they were shot because, of course, they had a gun and they were crazy. That's what we're here for in the first place, so let's just shoot them and get it over with. And that's the kind of thing that's happening already, and we're going to see more of it. And, of course, there you go. Republican Marco Rubio is sponsoring this legislation at the federal level. <clears throat> well, just keep in mind that the Constitution makes it very plain, and so has uh, Supreme Court rulings like Marbury versus Madison, that any law that is passed in violation to the Constitution is null and void on its face and need not be obeyed. That includes all gun control legislation at all levels, whether it's state, local, federal, makes no difference. What part of shall not be infringed do you not understand? Simple as that. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, which means, just like it says in Article 1 of the, or the First Amendment, Congress shall make no law. But they try. But it's a little bit more plain. And for some reason, I don't know why they didn't do the same thing with the Second Amendment. You know, Congress shall make no law regarding the ability of the uh, citizens, to, or the people, to have, produce, carry, bear arms whatsoever. You know, unfortunately... They probably thought that it was an important thing to uh, stress in the Second Amendment, you know, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. That's why this is the case or why they believed it. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And unfortunately, when they did that back then, the militia was everybody for the most part. And it still is. But, of course, when you have a modern government, when you have uh, organized military organizations like the National Guard, you know, you have these bozos in Congress who just automatically, well, that doesn't apply anymore because we have the military. No. <laughs> Everything, it's always the people against government, period, in every situation. Therefore, no organized governmental entity can be what they were talking about in the Second Amendment. Not to mention the fact that the Second Amendment does not give a right. It simply guarantees a right that was given by God. We had that right before the 
writing of the Constitution, and we will have it after if they repeal the Second Amendment. That has nothing to do with the right that it was there to guarantee. We still have the right. Just because you do away with the paper and ink that guarantees the right doesn't mean the right goes away. And that's what people got to realize. And I'll tell you what, somebody shows up at my door saying, we're taking your guns because uh, so-and-so said you're crazy. I said, so what? <laughs> we're going to, you better back off and uh, we'll have our day in court or there'll be shots fired. You know, this, this stuff is garbage. And that's just one more, a right delayed is right denied. If they can take your rights away without due process, that's unconstitutional. And people need to stand up and let it be known. And the fact is, Congress has no business passing any kind of gun control legislation whatsoever. The entire, you know, section of Title 18 that deals with guns should be stricken from the books. You know, and as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't exist anyway. But that's the situation we're in right now. So anyway, that's uh, something I want to talk about just because that's the way they're going. And, you know, there was another one that... Um, I was looking at this morning, and by the way, this is posted on the Facebook page, and I did put it in the chat room as well. So the, there was some interesting stuff in that video that they were showing headlines and stuff like that, but uh, we're not really talking a lot about. So there's some it's worth watching the video to see the headlines that they were lit, putting in at the same time. Um, but at the same time, there's also, um, let me find it. Oh, yeah, left-wing lunacy invades the behavioral sciences as American Psychology Association labels masculinity as harm, harmful. So if you're a man who wants to stand up for your God-given rights, that's harmful <laughs> because you're masculine. You know, everything that's happened in this world, uh, for the most part, everything of value, you know, the founding of the new world, the founding of this country, uh, all of that happened because of masculinity, the men that were involved. And I'm not discounting women. There were women that were involved in the founding of this country as well. Um, oh, goodness. Um, um, what's her name? Um, shoot. Mary Otis Warren or I can't. Uh, man. But anyway, um, she was the sister of um, one of the great founders, uh, Otis. I can't remember his first name. All of a sudden my mind's going blank. But... Um, there were just all kinds of women who were involved in things. Uh, uh, there was a female version of the Paul Revere who rode the horse and, and went to tell people. Uh, and right now I'm drawing a blank on her name as well. <laughs> but there are a lot of women in our founding, year, uh, founding times uh, in the 1700s that were very instrumental in uh, uh, this country's founding. And I'm not discounting them at all. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I can't uh, remember the names right now. Um, but um, great people. And But the masculinity, the men that they were supporting were the ones that actually did the, did the stuff. But they had a lot of backing and strong uh, encouragement by the women in their lives. And uh, we need that. And uh, it's just insane, <laughs> you know. The Behavioral Sciences, uh, American Psychological Association, they're crazier than most of the people they're dealing with, I think. And psychiatry is even worse. You know, you got the DSM, whatever level, the last one I saw was DSM-4. I think they're up to like five or six now. And virtually everything under the sun that you can think of, <laughs> they've got a, a mental illness related to it in that book. And that's kind of crazy in my my opinion. You know, and most of those things are caused by nutrient deficiencies anyway, if they're actually an illness. But this just goes right along with it that, you know, there's all kinds of things. If you if you want to own a gun, that makes you crazy. That's the kind of thing that they're putting out there now. And, of course, they have the ear of the media because they're all in cahoots. So the more they put that stuff out, and, of course, then they come up with... Um, news stories about people that, you know, you know, was obviously a psychological issue and they had a red flag warrant and the police went to get him and they shot him and killed him. Or, you know, the shots were fired as the guy was trying to protect his own God given rights and a police officer was killed. 
you know, as far as I'm concerned, if I was still on the job and they gave me a warrant to go collect somebody's guns, the first thing I'd have to ask is, has this guy been to court yet? Has he had his due process? And if not, I'm not exercising this thing. I'm not having anything to do with it. Um, of course, that's why I ended up having to retire early, because I had actually read the Constitution and understood what my oath of office meant. And the fact that uh, virtually every call I went on, I was being called upon to violate somebody's rights. And um, I finally said, nope, not going to do that stuff anymore. But um, that's the kind of the situation we're coming into in this day and age. And it's getting really scary. Um, the time, like we were talking, I think it was, um, man, I can't remember if it was uh, Patrick or someone else the last couple of days. But they're going to start applying this stuff to virtually everything. You've got these little... Um, cards that you use the affinity cards when you go to the grocery store it gives you you know the better pricing and whatnot and uh, just so you'll know if you don't have one of those cards you know they can't discriminate against you every single checkout line should have a counter card that they can scan so that you get the same prices that everybody else with the cards get and all you got to do is ask now, in my situation, I like to go through the U-Scan thing, so it's a different story there. I'd probably have to ask the person manning the U-Scan thing to come and do one. But uh, I actually have one, but I just, you know, put it in Bugs Bunny's name <laughs> so they don't know who they're tracking. But the thing is, is even that's not going to work after a while because Bugs Bunny hasn't been vaccinated, nor have I. And if they start tying those things to records, medical records, so that if you go through the line and your um, medical records say that you're overweight and you try to buy a bag of potato chips or a package of Twinkies or whatever the case might be, they may say, sorry, but you're not allowed to buy those because our records show you're overweight. And uh, same thing as if you're not vaccinated, you can't buy anything. You can't shop here. Uh, those are the kind of things that we're going to see coming down the line in the future. And in some places, they're, they're trying it already. But uh, it's getting pretty scary. And uh, heaven help us is the only thing I can say. But anyway, let's move along here. On the same lines of government overreach, here it is. Massachusetts considers mandatory flu shot. And this is from Dr. Sherry Tenpenny's website, Vaxter, V-A-X-X-T-E-R.com. And uh, this was posted on December 30th. I've had it for a while. It's the first chance I've actually had to talk about it. State of Massachusetts is considering implementing a mandatory vaccine law. The law would force kids to obtain a flu shot before attending a public school. Aha, uh -huh, there you go. Start with the kids and then spread it to everybody. The state realizes, however, that pre uh, presenting such a law would cause outrage among large numbers of parents. I would hope so. Not large enough numbers. They wouldn't even be talking about it. So it is an approach that we would use, we, uh, we would consider, said Dr. Lawrence Madoff of the Massachusetts Department of Public Health. We want to use the least burdensome methods of getting people vaccinated that we can. But the bottom line is we want people vaccinated. Probably the most important thing is getting as many kids vaccinated as possible because we can then increase all of the childhood um, allergies like to peanuts and all that kind of stuff and everything else, you know, plus the uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome and autism and everything else that comes down the pike along with vaccines, we can spread far and wide because we get more and more kids vaccinated. Flu shot rates are already high in the state because there's a lot of stupid people in Massachusetts, apparently, and many parents would fight such a move. They've all... Uh, they've had all these other shots over an 18 to 24 month period. Then you're going to give them more shots and you don't know how they're going to impact their health. It's not a good idea. One person told Boston 25 News. <laughs> oh, there's one smart person in Massachusetts. <laughs> Even some area nurses are not sure that pushing a new flu shot law is a right move. There are kids now who are going to school like I work in, special, in a special needs school, who are immunocompromised <clears throat> or not as healthy, Mindy Gold, a pediatric nurse, said. And if they could be protected by other kids being immunized, oh boy, whether it should be uh, the law, I'm not really certain. 
And again, that's the herd uh, immunity BS, which is BS. Um, neighborhood uh, Connecticut has a mandatory flu shot law. And, oh, neighboring Connecticut has a mandatory flu shot law in place. And, of course, there's a lot of dummies in Connecticut, too, for children ages 2 to 4 who intend to attend public school. The law has been widely criticized by those who support parental rights, as well they should. Um, I'm not sure if this is a video or what. Uh, it's got the little play button thing, but oh, looks like maybe. Boston 25 News. Oh, let's go ahead and see. It's, it's now on Alexa. Get the latest breaking news, weather, and local stories. Just download the Alexa app, log into your Amazon account, search for Boston 25 News, and enable this skill. For more information, go to boston25news.com. In one New England state, many parents are rushing to meet a very unusual deadline. Yeah, in Connecticut, they require preschoolers to get flu shots before the end of the year, or those kids cannot return to school until flu season is over. Boston 25 News reporter Jim Morelli spoke with a Massachusetts health official about whether they're considering a similar policy here. People have a tendency to say it's just the flu. But it is important to remember that the flu is a killer. And one group at highest risk when it comes to the flu, young children. Last year, the CDC reported the flu killed more than 170 children, and every year it puts 20,000 kids in the hospital. And their immune systems are not fully mature. They don't have all the defense mechanisms built up. With those factors in mind, the state of Connecticut passed a law making flu vaccinations for two to four-year-olds a requirement for entering school. Parents in that state are now under a December 31st deadline to get the shots done. So it is an approach that we would use, that we would consider, but we want to use the least burdensome methods of getting people vaccinated that we can. Those methods seem to be working. Last year, more than three quarters of kids in the state aged six months to four years were vaccinated against the flu. That's against a 68% national average. Adult vaccination rates lagged far behind. Probably the most important thing is getting as many kids vaccinated as possible. That may be especially true this year. Early indications are the H1N1 strain will predominate this flu season. It tends to affect young people more than old. But should those young people be force vaccinated? They've had all these other shots over 18 months or 24 period. Then you're going to give them more shots and you don't know how that's going to impact their health. So I don't know if that's a good idea. There are kids now who are going to school, like I work in a special needs school, who are immunocompromised or not as healthy. And if they could be protected by other kids being immunized, whether it should be the law, I'm not really certain. Again, at this time, Massachusetts has no plans to institute a mandatory requirement for preschoolers to get vaccinated for the flu. However, they would like to see the voluntary vaccination rates go up because although they are high over the past two flu seasons, they have dropped significantly. In Norwood, Jim Morelli, Boston 25 News. All righty. So there you have the thing from Boston. And you notice... <clears throat> That's a uh, real buzzword. Um, now I'm trying to remember what it was. You heard the guy in there saying it. You know, they want to use the uh, system that is, um, where is it? Uh, uh, getting as many kids vaccinated as possible. And um, where is it? Shoot. Uh, I want to use the least burdensome methods. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the... Uh, the Democratic response is a manufactured crisis at the border. I heard, you know, uh, who was it? Um, one of the guys on Fox last night had a, a little thing they put together, and it showed about a two dozen uh, idiots in Congress, Democrats, all, it's a manufactured crisis. It's a manufactured crisis. He's a manufactured crisis. And all, and they're all using the same BS talking points. And the same thing is true as the, of this. You know, they this stuff about, um, you know, vaccinated kids protecting the ones who are immunocompromised. How about we have parents ex exercising the responsibility? If your child is sick, keep them home, for one thing. <laughs> and here we got a caller. Afternoon, caller. How you doing today? Doing well, Jim. I have one word for you. Okay. What's home that word? Stool. Say that again. <laughs> Homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hyphenated word. I'll take it. Oh, <laughs> I have yeah. been saying that for years. You know, get your kids oh, out of goodness. public schools. They're one just yet another failed government program. They ought to be shut down 
and done away with. But, 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 Jim, don't you understand? The only reason they haven't worked is because we don't have good enough intentions and we haven't doubled the budget in the last five years. Oh, We've and, got and, and, and we don't have everybody 100% <laughs> immunized. <laughs> Let's not forget they all have oh, to be immunized. Oh, yeah, right. Talk about a tired canard. I mm-hmm. mean, gee, it hasn't worked yet. Well, that's just because we don't want it bad enough. We you haven't know, thrown just, enough money at it. Yeah. yeah, it's such flawed logic that they can't even they can't even see it. It's mm-hmm. just pathetic. Exactly. <laughs> oh well, I think we're preaching to the choir here, but yeah, it's just so frustrating. Yep, very much so. Is this Bob? It is. Okay, yes, I thought I recognized the voice. The number shows up on here. I don't. Have, I got to put you in my uh, uh, list so I can <laughs> automatically have you. But um, yeah, it uh, is is some crazy stuff. And they're just, you know, the thing is, parents need to exercise responsibility. You know, when I was teaching, we'd have kids come to school who were obviously sick because mom and dad didn't want to take time off work to stay home with Junior. So we'll just send them to school and run the risk of them having to call him and say, come and get him. He's, you know, barfing all over the classroom or something. But if parents would do that, if your kid is sick, keep him home and everybody else, you know, maintain, you know, Quit giving your kid all the junk food, all the sugar, everything else that reduces the immune system. Get them a decent diet. Give them nutrition and supplementation that will build a strong immune system, and we'd see this problem disappear. I honestly believe we could literally eradicate flu just like so many other things if people would just have enough common sense to do the things necessary to fight it the proper way. But instead, we're all lazy, we're all busy, we don't want, we want someone else to do it for us, and therefore some idiot comes up, hey, I can make some money on this, I'll come up with a fake system called vaccination that, you know, pumps toxins into bodies, and we tell people it's all good for you, we get the AMA on board, of course, you know, murder is their middle name, so why not get them right. on board and, uh, you know, start a propaganda campaign and, and just, you know, just brainwash everybody that you need to do this or you're a bad person and here we are (laughs) and i'll tell you what at least some people are starting to sit up take notice and fight back but um i'll tell you what i talked to a lot of people in california and when they passed uh when was it 277 or whatever that law out there that required school you know flu shots for school kids there were a lot of people who were getting ready to move out of the state they were sick of it and the trouble is it's kind of like, you know, people coming from Guatemala because they can seek a better life here. Why don't you stay in Guatemala and make a better life in Guatemala? You know, instead of leaving California because the government's stupid, stay there and change the government. You know, bring back things the way it ought to be, not export the problem everywhere else. You know, that's where the term California came exactly from. I don't exactly what it was, but... Sometime here in the last week or so, there was an article on Zero Heads that addressed that very thing about uh, the people from high-tax states, and they illustrated, you know, with Illinois, New York, uh, California, mm-hmm. several others, and the fact that they were uh, staging a mass exodus, more or less, to states like, well, let's see, Texas, you know, uh, Montana, States with wide open spaces and yeah, not as burdensome attacks. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, and you know exactly where I'm headed. Yep. The problem is, they really want all those benefits. They just don't want to pay for them. So they're going to move somewhere else, bring the same ideology with them, and in 30 or 40 years, they're going to have screwed it up because they didn't fix the problem. They just moved away from it and brought their mentality with them. Yep. Now, they don't want to hear that. But, you know, exactly right, Jim. Stay where you're at, you know, bloom where you're planted, something like that, I think I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, that's where the term Californicated comes from. Everybody moving out of California because they don't like what's going on there, and they transplant it to wherever they move to. And it's sad. Sorry about that noise. Yeah, one of the chat room folks, uh, vaccines only mandatory in California, West Virginia, Mississippi for school. They keep the religious exemption a secret in other states. And that's right. You've got religious exemptions. Uh, in some cases, you have philosophical exemptions and you have medical exemptions. And in most cases, well, in, um, in California, West Virginia, and uh, Mississippi, the only thing allowed now is a medical exemption. And good luck finding a doctor who will sign one of those. Um, 
that's one of the big problems. And to right. that, I say, if that's the case, that's just one more reason not to put your kid in public schools. If, you know, I firmly believe it if you put your is. kid in public schools, you're a bad parent. Uh, simple as that. You, you need can make to the take case. responsibility. You really can. Yep. You need to take responsibility. That's why, you know, homeschool students routinely score highest in virtually everything. You know, I know some some homeschool kids that uh, in my church who are, uh, goodness, they're just old enough to be in junior high who are taking college classes already. And right. uh, they're studying calculus, they're studying uh, astrophysics and all kinds of things, uh, computer programming, stuff that public school kids, you know, have no clue what even it, what they are, let alone studying them. And... Um, it's amazing how much better an education a homeschool student gets. The trouble is they get a, a generally it's a Christian-based education and it's a reality-based education that flies in the face of exactly what the NEA and the public school system was truly founded on, which is creating worker drones and people who are mindless, thoughtless beasts who just basically follow orders, you know, put this nut on that bolt, this nut, that bolt, this nut, that bolt for the rest of their life, and don't ask any questions and are happy to do it. That's the problem. And they get their Certainly. vaccines, and, you know, they eat their Franken foods, and the whole shooting match. And, unfortunately, that's what we have become as a country as a whole. And thank goodness for the people out there that are still have enough sense and brain cells to rub together that know that's wrong and they need to do something about it. Uh, a lot of them listen to this show. <laughs> Not as many I'm, as I'd like. Yes. But, <laughs> yes. But we're getting I'm more sure and more. I'm sure you're familiar with. I'm sure you're with familiar with the name of John Taylor Gatto. Oh yeah. Yeah, boy, that was. A, I mean, what a what a shining example! Teacher of the year several years in a row. Mm-hmm. Turned his back on it because he understood it didn't work. But now he's you know he's dead at this point. But yeah. You know, he's demonized by them, even though he was their teacher of the year for multiple years. Oh, yeah. Because he stepped out of line. We can't have that. Mm-hmm. But, boy, he was on point. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I was, you know, I was police officer of the year the uh, in, in my department. And a few years later, the uh, the chief tried to run me Persona out because I told her she couldn't do something <laughs> in the contract. <laughs> Persona non grata. Yep. Yeah. You know, um Oh, fully. I lost my train of thought. The whole train just gone. Yeah, anyway. my train derails on a regular basis anymore. <laughs> Mine goes into a tunnel, and about five minutes later, it reappears on the other side, and I have no idea where it came from. Well, hopefully it's carrying the same cargo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. But, yeah, we have fun. So, you know, all I can say is if you're vaccinating – Get educated. Do some research. There is so much stuff out there. Look at NVIC.org. And if you're in a position in uh, either as a, you know, a a student in a school, the parent of a student in a school, or somebody who's faced with a job requirement to get vaccinated, get a hold of um, uh, Alan Phillips' book, The uh, Vaccine at VaccineRights.com. Uh, he has an absolute phenomenal book that deals with uh, philosophical and religious exemptions. And uh, it's the thing that you've got to do it right the first time. There's no second chances. You know, when you're talking about your religious beliefs or your philosophies, those aren't supposed to change. So if you don't do it right the first time, yeah. you can't come back and say, okay, I goofed and well, I wait a need minute. to redo I this. My mind. Yeah, you got to do my it right the first time. My deepest conviction is now this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So you get a hold of his book and make sure that you avoid the pitfalls that many people make. Um, I used it when I did my wife's, and it worked like a charm. You know, the first two years we submitted the paperwork, and they said, no problem, you got the exemption. The next year uh, we put it in. She said they got come back saying, you don't have to submit this anymore. You've got a blanket exemption as long as you're working here. Uh, and that's because yeah. I did it right with his you know, guidance. So it's worth the twenty four ninety five. I do remember where my train was headed now. Oh, did you? And it has to do, yeah, finally. Okay. Uh, it has to do with the contrast and how the elite, in quotation marks, education works as far as how their system works. I mean, some of the elite prep schools in Groton, Connecticut, for instance, and other places, you don't have a bell ring every 55 minutes with five minutes to get from class to class. Mm-hmm. 
they give you a subject. I'm speaking not from experience. You might understand, but I've, mm-hmm. you know, listened to enough uh, of John Taylor Gatto's and others' uh, insights. They give them a project and let them work on it. Yeah. You know, like real life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I got to eat. Yeah, I got to pay the bills. But right now I'm focused on this and it consumes you for days and then you're done. Right. And uh, the whole uh, the, the whole concept of unschooling was just fascinating to me. And I've read several items, listened to several interviews on it. One of the ladies was saying that, you know, her one son, he didn't he didn't ever read till he was like 12 or 13. He did, he He spoke well. He was you know blah 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 but he just he was not really a reader and he finally realized there was something in it for him mm-hmm. and he consumed it yeah it wasn't an inability it was a it was a lack of a desire yeah and, and if when you he let finally kids had the do desire, it on their own pace they'll many times he if they're nailed given it, the right you know exposure they're right. going to do it on their own and they'll do it better and more of these uh and private just, schools uh, are also cutting out uh all the electronic devices and uh, that's the thing I saw last night. You know, the f- people that work for Google and Apple and whatnot, the ones, the high-ups, are sending their kids to pre- private schools that prohibit all of those devices. They don't want those kids involved with all the screen time because they know what a danger and what a damaging thing it is. And uh, yet, But at the same time, they're developing more and more games and garbage. Oh, yeah. And Get your Google, kids in you know, there. Things, Google's got <laughs> stuff now where many public schools are set up where they issue tablets to all the kids, and you basically have to log in to Google to do your assignments, to get your assignments, to get your grades, and Google is data mining all the information from your children and using it for marketing purposes and other things. And uh, they're just soaking all that oh, system they would, up. They so, wouldn't do that, Jim. Oh, of course not. <laughs> they, have, they have only the most altruistic motives for of your data. Of course they do. We know that, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, oh, uh, goodness, yeah. It's a, it's a sad state that we live in, but you have to realize that every single thing in today's society is a double-edged sword. If you're going to use it, you have to know how to use it for your advantage and to understand that there are definite disadvantages and negative side effects to everything. And the electronic medium is extremely, you know, the Alexa stuff, I uh, heard... Uh, something I can't remember if it was in one of the things they talked about today or what, but Alexa is, uh, I just posted on Facebook a thing from uh, Natural News in the last day or two about how Alexa is just, uh, you know, out of the pits of hell, which most people, you know, on the show, on this network realize, but um, they you had some actual stuff that they were talking about, and I haven't, I can't find that, all my pages went haywire on me but I'm having a hard time finding the right one. But uh, let me see if I can do a search on this thing and see what I come up with. <laughs> oh, goodness. E-X-A. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Amazon Alexa, a demon device that gathers information <laughs> that can be used to blackmail you for life. <laughs> and that's posted on the Facebook page, and I'll put it in the chat room here as well. Uh, for the folks in there but um, just something to check out i would never use any of those things Um, i don't have uh, apple's new version whatever they called apple home or some kind of crap i won't use anything that talks to me listens to me Uh, if you got a smart tv don't connect it to the internet (laughs) you know because it's gonna no we've got an old 19 inch from a second-hand store when our other one went out we still have to have a little box to change over to the signal because yep. we yeah. just weren't interested in spending that money on a on a surveillance device just wasn't interested yeah i can remember some several years ago uh, oh goodness gracious i was just looking at the clock we're out of time <laughs> oh man i'll tell you it goes so fast <laughs> But, uh, yeah, years ago, my wife went out and bought one of those things on Black Friday and brought it home, and it was before the smart versions came out. So, But, uh, anyway, tomorrow's a replay. We'll see you again on Monday. Thanks for calling in, Bob. It's been great talking with you. And, everybody, uh, take care of your body because it's the only place you have to live. We'll see you next week. God bless.